And finally, the UCL Equiano Centre's Drawing Over the Colour Line project aims to look at the experience and identities of black people in Britain during the interwar period, exploring their relationship with the art world. We hear from Caroline Bressy and Gemma Romain about how they are unearthing works of art and what they tell us about black and Asian communities in London in the 20s and 30s. So I'm Gemma Romain and I'm based in the Equiano Centre in the Department of Geography at UCL and I'm a specialist researching in black diasporic and Caribbean history um, from 19th to the 21st centuries. These pieces of artwork are really interesting for what they show us about the diversity of the black experience and black presence in Britain. We're trying to find out more and more about the sitters and um, this is quite a difficult thing because unlike the artists who became famous, often the sitters didn't leave much trace of their experiences behind unless they became quite notable sort of famous artist models. So really we've got to try and find evidence of who the sitters were through the archival collections of the artists, through tracing of the artists relatives and also um, through looking at clues within the pieces of artwork. My name is Caroline Bressy and I'm a lecturer in cultural and historical geography here at UCL and my particular interests are the black presence in 19th century London. We're kicking off in 1919 because that's the year that's seemed to begin the Harlem Renaissance, which was a time when African-Americans in, in Harlem, in New York, were beginning to take a, a, what's seen as a, a cultural revolution, a cultural renaissance in New York. It was political, but it was also about jazz, about music, about art. But it wasn't just in New York, it obviously um, had an impact throughout the United States, but also in Europe. And of course people have looked at the influence of jazz in London. But what we're hoping to look at is specifically at, at artists, partly because that might represent more ordinary people. One of the pieces which we're interested in is Anne Tooth's Seated a Man from 1934. It's a representation of an ordinary man portrayed in a relaxed style, as opposed to some of the other images we often find of representing African and Asian people where they might be exoticised and um, racialised with various props and the type of clothing which people are uh, made to appear in. Here we are on Fitzroy Street, which during the interval period was the home to various artist studios. Many of the portraits of black sitters that we're exploring would have been created in this street. We can see there was a small but significant black presence in Bloomsbury at the time and this was mainly because of the location of the universities uh, but also you can see a black presence in terms of theatre, singers, musicians making their headquarters here as well as writers, political activists. One of the reasons why some black people didn't stay here is because there was a well-recognised issue of racism within the area and there was a colour bar where many black people found that they couldn't find accommodation and they were turned away. 
we have black communities throughout London in different locations, including most prominently the East End of London, who were historically employed in the shipping industry. And there was extreme racism within the shipping industry, culminating in the 1919 riots, which occurred in nine port towns across the country. And London was one of the ports that was hit by these anti-black riots. We're thinking that one of the reasons why some of the sitters might have worked with the artists was due to trying to find bits of employment to fill the gap of their um, income. These might have been people who are dockers who are looking for some work to keep them going if they can't get any dock work or ship work, or women who are working as domestic servants that are also working as artists. They're not exotic models, however they might be portrayed in those images, they're ordinary people. We've also got a fabulous video about the project which features some of the artworks that the team have uncovered so far. So check that out. And that's all we have for this show, but we'll be back in a fortnight with more news and features from around UCL. But if you want to get in touch in the meantime, please do. You can tweet us at UCL News or email us at mynews at ucl.ac.uk. Bye. Bye.